time for the tale of the headless drunkard. Happy Halloween night, you headless fucking drunks! <laughs> no more scary in a Halloween night than a bunch of headless fucking drunks. How y'all doing? I'll talk at once. My God, we've certainly got a collection of them here. How y'all doing? See ya. All right, well, shit. Come on in. Welcome to Frankenstein Castle. All right. Take it easy. Plenty of room for the horses. You want to warm up? There's a fire east door there. Lost over here. That's it. No, 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 here. Just take your bridle and, yeah, put the ass up right there. You'll be fine. Can we get out of the fucking rain, please? Are you done? Good. Thank you. All right. catch a seat. I know you don't have ears because you don't have fucking heads. But, you know, try to catch a, catch a seat if you give a shit. I don't even know if you can hear me, but... Understand how you get around. Anyway, headless fellas, um, a little FYI about me. There's either two stages: drinking or not drinking. Okay, I'm not a recovering alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, you're all pivoting your shoulders as though you're looking at one another, but you don't have fucking heads. That's right, Kimasabi. I don't buy your bullshit. Okay, you see somehow. I just can't figure out how yet. Fucking smart ass. Anyway, um. I don't drink anymore, but you guys are here to drink, and hey, I'm always happy to help out. No, 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 I see you shrugging your shoulders, but I'm telling you, I don't mind getting you drunk. I myself miss the cabaret and the party, but I don't miss the drunk. But I'm still anxious to help out all my fellow alcoholics out there who might still be drinking or looking forward to drinking, including you suave, headless motherfuckers. Okay? Shoulders seem to be vibrating as though you were nodding, but there ain't a fucking head there. I don't get you. Hey, you see this? You see that? Yeah, you don't see shit. How do you get around from day? You don't. How do you drink? Huh? I'm dying to know how you tracked Ichabod Crane. This ain't shit. My guess is. You smelled him. Even though you don't have a fucking nose, you have a scent gland somewhere on that body of yours, and you smelled his ass because he wears that fucking dray car. Here, passenger, you smell that shit? Yeah, yeah. People didn't like that in the 17th century, okay? It's only been 40 fucking years. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Dray car or dracar or whatever. It smells like shit to me. Yeah, you smell that, motherfucker? I don't think they smell like that, guy. You're all headless horsemen. Just sit there by the fucking fire. Wax your pumpkin. Think about Ichabod Crane. Yeah, you're going to take his fucking head off, and I'll provide you with some good festive Halloween drinks for your next Halloween party. Here we go. Let's get into it. I put him here in the end table. Excuse me, partner, if I could... Did you step in horse shit? Don't pivot your shoulders like you're looking at the headless dude next to you. It's your fucking foot. Get up and go drag your foot in the grass. If the shit had been wearing Dracar, you might have fucking smelled it. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you if you other headless fuckers wouldn't mind giving old shitty foot out there the uh, recipes, I've got four festive Halloween drinks for you. Drink number one: blacklight cocktail. A lot of people don't realize that tonic water glows under a black light. So you need a black light for your Halloween party, folks. Six ounces white grape juice, three ounces vodka, one ounce lime juice, and two ounces of tonic water. Shake that all up in a cocktail mixer, pour a glass, turn the black light on, and pate. Look, I'm black. Yeah, black and drunk. You want to have sex? Ghost cocktails. Those are sweet, frosty, and just a little boozy. Yeah. With one ounce black candy melts. Now, you got to like black candy melts for this fucker, but you could do it with red. Red is sign of the devil. That's right. Two cups heavy cream, one tablespoon sugar, one half teaspoon pure vanilla extract, two heaping cups of ice cubes, one half cup vanilla vodka, and two 1.4 ounce packets white hot chocolate mix. Blender that fucker up, put it in a glass, and use the licorice for eyes. How's that for irony? I'd use the red ones, too. Or no eyes. Yeah. Or you could just put a little miniature thing of stung glasses on each drink so you got little Stevie Wonders. Or No, they're white, so it'd have to be Ronnie Millsaps. Hey, y'all like my little Ronnie Millsaps? I'm sorry. I'm really high today. I apologize. Let's move on to drink number three. I can't wait. That would be the Berry Eyeball Punch. Okay. For the berry eyeball punch, something everybody drinks out of, you need three cups of blackberries, 18 canned lychees. That's right, 20-ounce can. Three-quarter cup syrup from one of the cans. Quarter cup fresh lemon juice. Two cups sweetened acai juice, A-C-A-I, acai, acai, acai. Did they sell that at Walmart? Huh? Yeah, you can get it on wet. One cup blueberry juice cocktail, 18 large blueberries, and three cups lemon-lime soda. Just dump it all in a big fucking bowl, stir it up with a boat oar. They say you can take it a step further and, I guess, put the little blueberries or blackberries and the lychees or whatever the fuck to make it look like eyeballs or whatever the hell. I don't know. Where's my solo cup? Hey, solo cups. Interesting fact. The solo cup factory distribution center stands in San Antonio, Texas, right there in the exact same spot where Veramendi Palace once stood. Yeah, that's where Jim Bowie was living with his beautiful Latina wife before, you know, Santa Ana showed up and fucked everything up. That must be some tremendously good weed. Anyway, drink four. My God, this one has to be my favorite, and it takes some time. Pay attention. Get your pencil ready. Candy corn cordials. One half cup candy corn. One and one half cups vodka. Okay? The first thing you do is you've got to infuse the vodka. You combine the candy corn and vodka in an airtight container and set it aside for at least three hours. Straighten it into a cocktail shaker. Then add two ounces of orange liqueur. One half lemon juice. One large egg white. Put it all in a shaker, fill it with ice, shake vigorously for at least 30 seconds, along, of course, with your infused vodka. Then strain it to two chilled martini glasses and garnish with candy corn. That's a great festive drink, and sure as hell hope it makes your Halloween a little brighter, fellas. 
I see your shoulders shrugging again like you're nodding yes, but I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Look, I've got to take this moment. I've got to ask. Does a headless horseman get head? Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show. A property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting for the boys from the studios. Love comes down upon us and it flows like water burning with the hope of inside feathers. Books the colors of a bright elation stolen in the side of the We are, we are, we are, we're just children Finding our way around in decision We are, we are, we are, rather helpless And just forever, whisper to me Now, time for your host, Stan the Joker right, folks, welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show here on a fun day, fucking Monday. We're just going to get right into it. So much heavy-duty news to talk about. What's the point of doing anything else? Okay, I just wanted to give you something else other than just fucking dread, dreadful news. You probably want to know what I think about Israel because you probably already got the facts in front of you. Israel, of course, has ordered the complete closure of Gaza Strip. You know, it's full combat over there, and um, there's a lot of innocent people over there on the West Bank, Gaza Strip, that on both sides, there's innocent people that don't want to have anything to do with any of this fucking bullshit. It's almost like a Pearl Harbor moment, they keep calling it. Why didn't Israel's sophisticated border security stop Saturday's attack? My question is, really? Mossad did not know this was coming? It's really tough to believe that organizations like the CIA and Mossad wouldn't see an attack of this magnitude coming. It's hard to believe. But I say the more conventional the warfare, the more difficult it is to spot this shit. And boy, did Hamas go conventional. Seriously, leader of the Hamas was looking at a crystal ball while his little Hamas monkeys flew out to the fucking city of Oz to get Dorothy in there. That witch is a bitch, and she cheated with those flying monkeys. If ever, oh, ever, a was the Wizard of Oz as one because... There's only so much the Tin Man can do with that fucking axe, unless he's in a tree. I beheld and crowned my every living... What the fuck up? Yeah, sound like my old Ford won't start. Catherine Hepburn getting laid. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, um, how do I feel about Israel overall? Here it is. One day, officials show up at your house and tell you to get the fuck out because it belongs to somebody else. You've got to make room for, you know, some people they saved from the war. No, you don't have a fucking choice. You're gone. That's right. They're going to take your parks, your infrastructure, take everything, okay? You don't like it? Tough shit, they say. We'll take it by force. And so they did. So you're putting some kind of bullshit housing over there in the Gaza Strip. And, um, 
well, your kid's out playing in the front complex yard one day with a toy gun, and he gets shot by an Israeli soldier, and there's no repercussion whatsoever. Hmm. As a man, as a father, as a husband, I know what I would do. Now let's look at it on the other side. Palestinian has nothing to do with this. Neither does Israeli. This is just being a man, a father, and a loving husband. If I looked out my back window and I saw some dickhead back there lighting pop bottle rockets in my backyard to send over to Israel to kill innocent men, women, and children, you can bet your ass before he let the fuse I'd blow his fucking head off. You know why? Well, I read and I know that Israel doesn't fuck around. Yeah, if you shoot a pop bottle rocket from the top of a building out of Palestine, guess what? They're going to come over and blow up the whole square city block. Not just the building, the whole fucking block. That means what you're doing on my fucking property is going to get my family killed. So guess what? You're dead. And I'm going to sell your rocket down there at the fucking pawn shop. And I'm not even fucking around. My family comes before all, including your bullshit fervor march. And that was my house, and I caught some fucker out in my backyard wanting to fire some pop baller rockets over into Israel. I'd protect my family and kill them motherfuckers. That means if you catch somebody shooting a pop baller rocket from the top of your building, you better stop them or your whole home is going down. How can we go forward as long as you're allowing people to shoot pop bottle rockets from your fucking backyard? Y'all killed a lot of innocent Israelis, men, women, and little babies and children. You know what that means? You lost all your credibility. Yeah, because you turned into the shit you're complaining against. All of this is done in the name of God. Everybody uses God to throw their fucking fits and kill. And it's so blasphemous and anti-God. Everybody wants to be more right than the other. Everybody wants to be closer to God than the other. And you're all killing each other to do it. And it is pissing God off. You're pissing God off. You want to know why the world is going to shit? We're at a Y in the road, folks. We're at a Y in the road. You're either going to choose the shit side or the good side. Okay? It's as simple as that. Stop using God to have your fucking tantrums and flick violence on innocent people. Especially children, motherfucker. Because that will earn you a first class ticket straight to hell. Yeah. You want to go to hell with Bob Saget? That's right, fuckers. I predict Bob Saget is in hell. He must be. They won't tell us what killed him, and lo and behold, look, his wife's back in the news. Yeah, Kelly Rizzo is dating. She's out there. She wants you to know she's getting log slammed like every night, but it's tough because she's still grieving over Bob. She says she's been like a zombie in a horror movie. (laughs) Yeah, but you're dating, so wouldn't it be more like a horror movie? (laughs) Okay. She says she has survivor's guilt. Oh, so you're the one who killed him. Is that what you're saying? Kelly says she feels guilty 
for having happy moments. Yeah, like when you're getting log slammed and your face is buried against the headboard. That's right. I know all about King Cobra. All right, let's move on. How the hell is she continuing to make the news? Vladimir Putin, of course, is counting on the wavering support for the war in Ukraine. I'm not going to go over that again. We just know how the uh, pussy boys over here in America feel about it. They, they don't do anything about fighting, even for freedom. Nah, they'd rather be dismissive and look the other way while little babies are being drugged from cribs and slaughtered and shit. You're not going to get anything out of pussies. Anyway, um, of course, Donald Trump is boasting that if he's reelected, he's going to have the war settled in one day. You're damn right. 24 hours, he says, because he's going to give Vladimir Putin every fucking thing he wants. And then he's going to get fucking paid. He's going to get paid, folks. Yeah. So a vote for Trump is a vote for Russia, motherfuckers. You cannot excuse it. You can't dismiss it. And you can't lie your fucking way out of it. You support Trump, you're supporting Vladimir Putin and fucking Russia and the murder that's taking place in Ukraine right now. Because your vote says otherwise, Mr. Denier. All right, we got to brighten the fucking mood. I'm tired of this negative shit. Let's brighten it the fuck up on a fun day Monday. How about Oklahoma Sooners? <laughs> folks. Uh, it's been one of the greatest Red River rivalries I've ever witnessed because, oh, you won. Yay! <laughs> I got to tell you, by the look on Brent Venable's face, I, I could tell he was surprised, too, because honestly, I did not expect OU to win that game, Texas being the number three team in the country. But Oklahoma Sooners, they do what they always do. Hey, man, they, um, they rally in the second half always. Proud to say OU has been bumped up from the 12th spot to number four in the country, folks. That's right. Oklahoma Sooners ranked number four going to be going to face UCF on the 21st of October. They got this upcoming Saturday off. Uh, Next game, of course, UCF is going to be at the Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium October 21st. The time's to uh, be announced. Hey, what do you say before we duck out today, we go ahead and do a couple of quick Dear Stan letters. Can we do that? Brighten the mood some? You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Get a message to me. Hit me up at the Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook. Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook in the old traditional way. Stan the Joke Man Show, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. Stan, a friend, is throwing a joint birthday party for herself, her daughter, son-in-law, and sister. Their birthdays all fall in the same month. I'm close to all of them. This joint celebration has been a ritual for the past three years, and ah, presents are expected. I've come to feel that this is unfair. For a single day, one buffet party, I must buy presents for four people. I mean, I'm considering buying one decent present and having it raffled off among the four. What do you think? Well, you said it yourself. This joint celebration has been a ritual for the past three years, and presents are expected, so be present. I wouldn't bring shit. Unless there was something specifically I knew they needed, or, you know, I might throw in some bucks to help contribute to the party. But unless I'm close enough with them, I know they're looking for something, or something I think would just be perfect for them, I ain't bringing shit. We're not in fucking junior high. And I'll tell you something, if you have a birthday party, every one of them motherfuckers better be there with a present. Okay? Thanks for the letter.
Dear Stan, how do I tell my roach-infested relative I don't want to have anything to do with them? One of my family members is a loner. I'm the closest relative to them. They invite my children and me over for holiday dinners, but, you know, the house is dirty with roaches galore. The bugs even crawl on you when you're sitting on the couch. I don't want to go there. I'm also cautious about inviting them to visit me because I'm afraid they'll bring the roaches over. Many moons ago, my mom asked him to house sit for her, and when we came home, we had roaches in the house. How do I break it to him gently that their sanitary conditions are troubling? By fucking saying something, ass face. Why don't you say anything? This is family, and you say nothing? I don't understand why you people clam up all the time. If somebody is in my face and they have bad breath talking to me, you know what I say? Get the fuck out of my face. Your breath is like reeking. I may not say it that nice all the time, but I say it. That's right. You know, one of my assistant managers out there, when I was managing, and I hate managing, by the way, but um, one of my assistant managers, he had a bad habit of not wearing deodorant to work. Yeah. Smelled like he had two rotten onions under each arm. I just fucking told him, man, your armpits are loud. You're not allowed to come back here until you wear this. I bought him a stick of deodorant. What's this? It's deodorant. Yeah, you put it under your armpits so you don't smell like shit when you come in here. It's one of the two. Wear this or stay downwind to me and the customers, okay? (laughs) He's a great guy. He just didn't realize. And I'm a real friend. I will not let a friend walk around with a booger hanging out of them. Well, unless I want to fuck with them, <laughs> get a good laugh. I won't tell them there's a booger hanging out of their nose. But most of the time, I'm going to tell them, okay? You got to say something. Keep your roach-infested ass where you are. You're not coming here. Okay, yeah, we'll come over for dinner. We're going to eat in the driveway. Do you mind? <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man show today. I, I tell you something. I am so happy that Bombing Down Poinsettia is getting such a great response and the show is getting a great response. And I want to say thank you for checking out the book. Um, this show is now broadcasting on YouTube. That's right. When I'm going to start uploading the show uh, to YouTube permanently. And uh, I'm not going to do a video show. You don't want to see my inbred fucking face. I like theater of mind anyway. Were people just applauding that? If you all could do me a favor, if you enjoy the show and like it, really, I really need you to share it and everything because we got to help the show grow, and it is growing. And without naming, you know, places that hardly listen at all, but Places that ping in consistently. I can, I'm can. i proud to say we got Dallas, Texas. That's right. Boardman, Oregon is still there. Kingfisher, Oklahoma is tuning in. Guys out there at the car plants. UAW, love you fellas. Out there in Wayne, Michigan. Thanks for listening. T- pinging in from J.C. Park. I appreciate it. Uh, Quincy Mass is listening. Rogers, Bentonville. I would imagine both in Arkansas. Thank you, guys. Sepulpa, Oklahoma City, Bella Vista, Stigler, Bartersville, Pittsfield, Council Bluffs. Council Bluffs, the home of Warren Buffett. San Jose, San Francisco, Brussels, Washington, D.C., Okmulgee County, and Kansas. Kirstie Alley country. That's right. Hey, if you're listening up there in Kirstie Alley country, 
You'll be interested to know she's going to be in the next chapter of my book. <laughs> yeah, she's in the next chapter. We had a brief interaction at the Bonaventure Hotel many moons ago, and I mentioned it in the upcoming chapter of Bombing Down Poinsettia, Chapter 22, Fortuitous Rosemary. It's 8 p.m. this Wednesday night, right here on the Stand the Joke Man Show. Did a little copyright on a book many moons ago I wrote about time I spent in Hollywood as a kid. I've made a shorter audio version of it, and I've put it on this show so I could do it my way. <laughs> That's right, man. Stan the Joke Man Show's property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America. Guys, have a kick-ass Tuesday. Be back on Wednesday. Till then, via Candios, me amigos, you got it, Sid. Oh, no, the end is near, and so I face the final curtain <laughs> You can't I'm not the queer I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived A life that's full With each And every highway And but more than this, I did it my way. <laughs>